I'm Dr. Pete Economo, the East Coast psychologist. And I'm Dr. Nikki Rubin, the West Coast psychologist. And this is When East Meets West. So it's finally here, the episode on values. Hey, Nikki. <laughs> hey, Pete. I know we've uh, we've been like doing some teasers for this one for maybe like the whole time we've been doing. Why haven't we? Do, what has what has taking us so long? <laughs> I think just I, you know I think things come up, and I think we're also you know we do talk about values. We weave it in quite a bit, so we're like yeah. I think we sort of maybe have felt like we've been addressing it, and then we kind of realized no, we we have not like, formed formally discuss this we have not and and the other thing is i think it's so common in our vernacular like it's something yeah. that we talk about on a daily basis that yeah that's and right. i think hey hey listeners we need you to <laughs> remind us about that every so often uh because we do forget once in a while and and we're not even sure who our audience is so hey audience <laughs> so, so values uh, and nikki i'm gonna give you a definition how do you feel about that Oh, well, I would love, I, well, I'm, I'm curious where this definition is coming from. I'm like, I'm like getting ready. I'm like, am I going to have to uh, like act, combat what Miriam Webster has to say? Or let's... Well, you know, I like to always go to our Miriam I know. Webster. Well, that's why, that's why I was making that guess here. So the show, so, so she, Miriam has three, uh, the monetary worth of something. Uh-huh. So that's right, value, obviously. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. A fair return or equivalent in goods, services, or money for something exchange, a, a relative worth, utility, or importance. Mm. So the third one is is closer. Towards, oh wait. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. There's a lot more here. <laughs> the fourth is something intrinsically valuable or desirable. So that's a combination. We're getting there. Sure, we're getting there. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fifth relative duration <laughs> musical. Okay, so none of those really work for what we're trying to do. Okay. Well, so 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 I'm like, oh, good. My act definition is is uh, so give ready it to, to us. go. Okay. So uh, values you know, when I say values, like to patients, when I'm introducing them, I'll, I'll say like, look at some, this thing, you know, as Pete's kind of already hinted at, we all like know kind of what values are, but we, it's really rare that we sit and define it. Yeah. And from an acceptance and commitment therapy lens, when we talk about values, um, we're talking about a couple of things. We're talking about basically uh, verbally defined. That's an important piece of it. Uh, it sure ver- is. Yes. A verbally defined uh, direction that basically we can, we can move towards. So, you know, in American culture specifically, like we're really goals oriented, you know, and I want to be clear, obviously there's nothing wrong with goals. Like, you know, Pete and I do problems and goals lists with patients all the time. Like we're like, what are we going to be working on? Right. But values are really different because just like direction, there's literally no end point. Like you can't achieve West, right? Like you can go all around the globe. Like I could start traveling West from LA. I can end up back in LA. West hasn't been, been achieved. It's, it's infinite. (laughs) So right. So values. Good visual. Hopefully listeners get that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So values function the same way. And then I'll add in this really important piece. And when we're thinking about or acting in alignment with our values, they elicit one or more of the following feelings. And that's a sense of meaning, purpose, vitality, which is like a sense of being alive, Mm -hmm. fulfillment, contentment, connection, uh, vitality, like groundedness, or like the sense of being solid or warmth. So, you know, those are there. And there's like no, um, there's no end point to those either. Like I always say to people, like there's, those are bottomless wells, right? Like there's no point in your life where you're like, well, I've just felt all the meaning I can feel like, One of the metaphors we use, (laughs) exact, and one of the metaphors we use is like if we're heading west, if so, if I'm leaving New York Mm -hmm. here on the East Coast, Mm -hmm. 
And if I want to go through Chicago to get to LA to visit you, mm-hmm. but what if I decide along the way to go to Montreal? Or you get lost and end up in Montreal. Even And how often know. do we get lost? All the time, all the it, time. Right. So those are our values. Right? Yeah. Well, our, we can, our, we can reroute, right? Like that's reroute, what getting I'm at. trying to get right. to LA. Yeah. You're trying to get to LA. So it's like, right. you know, they, values are our compasses, right? They help us determine where we want to go. That actually, um, uh, Robin, Dr. Robin Walser, who we had on uh, last season, talking about existential. Yeah. Hey, Robin, uh, talking about existentialism and behaviorism. Robin um, has this wonderful way of saying uh, this about values as she often does. She says values help us uh, determine which direction we want to point our feet in. Mm -hmm. So then we can start walking. And I, I love that because it's like, you know, how often do we like feel stuck in our lives? Like, what do we want to be about? Like, who are we? What, you know, what are we doing? And and yeah. for most of us, it doesn't occur to us like, oh, I get to choose what I connect to. I yes. get to choose what's important to me. And I get to then choose which direction I go. Right. And choosing doesn't mean it's not about accessibility. I mean, choosing means if I am, if I'm broke, um, mm-hmm. I can, you know, I can choose uh, to go and fill out the paperwork to get some assistance. You know, I can choose uh, to save some money and rather than going and buying like an extra large soda, I'll buy a large soda. You know, and I think that's the thing that values are. It's, it helps us because in that moment, like say, for example, in that example, I need to, I need to eat. Mm-hmm. Right? I, yeah. You know, like right. Maslow's hierarchy of needs, we need to have our basic needs met. And that's part of our values where I might, if I'm really tired and I want to go out because I'm having FOMO, Fear mm-hmm. of missing out for those that don't know. <laughs> uh, I may have to choose to sleep and miss out on an opportunity to socialize with somebody that I want to socialize with. Yeah. Well, and I think, Pete, what you're getting at here is that what, what is going to be workable to yeah. focus on in a given moment with regards to our values is going to vary based on the context. And you and I talk a lot about context um, on this podcast because uh, context is a big part of contextual behavioral science, right? Um, That the moment, and obviously part of mindfulness, which is like this moment, this moment where the only moment we ever uh, live in and occupy Mm -hmm. and have agency over our behavior in um, is going to determine what's going to work to focus on. So, you know, we don't just have one value. Like you're saying, like, you know, we get to choose, like, if you value financial stability and you don't have, you know, finances right now, you get to choose, first of all, if that's something important to you, if you connect with that value, and then you right. get to choose what behaviors you might want to engage in that align with that. Though also, you might say, you know, using the other example, like, you value friendship or you value, you know, I don't know, <laughs> socializing, um, and you also value rest, you might choose rest the behavior of sleeping or staying home in that moment, because that's more workable than, you know, going out to the party. It doesn't erase your connection to that value. It's just that sure. moment um, is going to tell you what you need in that, in that exactly. right? In that moment, right? There's nothing other than this moment. So we'll, we'll, maybe we'll, we'll break down a couple more examples. And yeah. I, I, I'll say, I believe values are, are universal. So whether I'm, you know, in Ethiopia, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in Sweden, or in the United States, mm-hmm. you know, whether I'm eight, 18 or 80. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, so, well, well, it's so funny. I was, <laughs> you can see, he can see my wheels turning behind my eyes. I know, I know when you can see, um, Again, if you're watching the YouTube channel, you'll yeah. <laughs> you you can see our uh, oh how we're t- how we we're talking without talking. Yeah. Um, 
Yes. So I think there's like a, a wonderful dialectic here present, right? Which yeah, is yeah. there are many values that are universal and there are many values that are individual. Of course. And, right. And so I think that it's really important to say like we as individuals get to choose what we value and we may share values with like our culture, our country, right. you know, like our, our spiritual community, you know, our friends, whatever context we, we move through. Um, but I think, but, but I, the reason I think that's so important is because like, you know, for example, in American culture highly values individualism. This is that's the example right. I was using. Right. And so yes. I say like, you may or may not value individualism if you're an American or live in the United States. Right. You, you you might value community-oriented approaches like collectivism. You might yes. value collectivism and individualism, right? There's your dialectic. There it is, yeah. So well, and middle path, right? So I think yeah, that's right. also part of the Zen thing yeah. there. Yes. Is that it's, it's this middle path of like, it's not just one or the other. And that's the thing about mm-hmm. values. Again, listeners, thinking about if I'm traveling East, I will get lost. What, what values do is it helps point our shoes in the right direction, get us back on track, mm-hmm. you know, stir us, steer us in, in, in the course of where we're going. And, and I'm going to break it down. Like I actually look at it universally in a more global way is probably mm. what I meant better. So okay. things, mm-hmm. so the way that I look at values and, and some of the worksheets I use are like work and career, uh, romance, uh, education, learning or knowledge, friends and social life, health, uh, family of origin, spirituality, community environment, recreation, leisure, or parenting, you know, so those are like kind of the, the general that I use. Sure. You're going to laugh. You're going to laugh. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to challenge you again on it, which I was going to say is do it. Yeah. Do, and the, I see, I wouldn't say that those are universal. I would say that they are, um, those are common like categories, common. right? Yeah. Those are common overlaps, you know, like, like it would, I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever worked with somebody who didn't value respect or kindness, right. like that's always come up, but I've worked with some people, for example, that value adventure and others that don't. Right. That's right. You know, so. Well, but adventure would be under like recreation and respect maybe could be under like career or family of origin. So I think like, so that's the thing I think with act and, and you've, I'm sure you've done this exercise where we have like the, the values cards where there's like a hundred different values. I, know, or so. I don't, I know. I don't, I don't like it. Right. Yeah. Well, because I think, well, uh, but well, okay. Why don't you like, so listeners, like, so there's this exercise, there's about a hundred different values and, and, and it's things like, I mean, anything, anything you think of really, like, I don't know, like world peace, inner or, love. Well, or, well, yeah. Well, or like literature, you know, I always say people exactly. like science. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. So what I actually, what I don't like about that exercise and what has always very much puzzled me in the way, um, values are taught. Like if you, you know, if, if any of our listeners, you know, Google acceptance and commitment therapy values, exercises, values, values, clarification exercises, you'll come across some of these on the internet. Um, it's that, and we've talked about this a lot on the podcast is that the way humans are wired is that we're wired to categorize things, right? We're wired to like chunk information, which makes sense from a processing standpoint. However, it really gets in the way of flexibility and curiosity and opening up. And so what I've found clinically is that when I, in the past used to use those categories, I found that people got stuck a lot more that they had a lot harder time sort of like greasing the wheels of their mind to open up to like, what do they connect with? And so 
so I teach it a different way. Like I actually just model for people. Like we'll do an exercise where I'm like, I'll say a value, you say a value and just, I'll, you know, <laughs> like really, Simon says. yeah. Yeah. And I'll say to them, like, you don't have to value what I value. If, if, if I do, if what I say resonates with you, write it down, but like, yeah. I'll do it to model sort of like, <laughs> you know, Pete's going to laugh when I say this, like, you know, I'll say to people like, you know, like dogs, you can't, yeah. achieve, you know, and then people, and people are like, oh, oh yeah, that's a value. I'm like, yeah, it's a value. Absolutely. It's a value. So like, that's not in the card sort, you know? Yeah. And I feel yeah. like people get stuck because then they get in that mode of like, I've got to do it the right way. Or like, what's my social responsibility category? So that's, so I'm just always trying to thinking, I'm always thinking about how can I continue to also cultivate that psychological flexibility? So that's yeah. my, that's, that's my Nikki Rubin approach to, <laughs> to values. I, mean, I like it. And like, I'm I think we're saying the same thing, you know, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think it's about accessibility. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. Totally. You know, I think it's, and I, and I, and I maybe I'm, I'm going to think about this cause I'm not sure why I have felt so committed to like the one worksheet, which has these like 10 basic values. Yeah. Cause I yes. feel that they're global is that the perception that I've taken, mm, like yeah. everybody has something about that. And, and nine times out of 10 people come back and they're like parenting. I don't have kids yet. I'm like, yeah. And is that in your cards? Like, is that something that's important to you at some mm-hmm. point? Yeah. Cause I think that's up for me again, as, as this is like a roadmap that does help people make decisions mm-hmm. so that like, for example, if I have like somebody who's in a midlife crisis, who's like, I want, you know, trying to settle down, but then it's like, they're struggling to find out of whether or not like when to settle down, how to settle down. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like, well, why settle down then? You know, maybe you don't yeah. have to. Totally. No. And and what Pete's saying is, is totally on point that it's about defining the directions that you want to head. Even if, even if you are not walking that way yet, like I'll say to people, just because you've never traveled North doesn't mean you don't get to travel North. I think my, what I want listeners to maybe think about is that, you know, we can get, and I'm always obviously fascinated by this as, as a psychologist that we can become rigidly attached to anything and we can get kind of stuck in these this sort of like box type thinking about anything, including values. And so what I'll say to people is I want you to, to like go inward and connect with how you feel. So yeah. like if it's parent, if someone's like, well, I don't, I don't know, I don't have kids. Like, and I'll say, okay, well, and I've done this with many patients. When you think about parenthood, like, what do you feel in your body? Yes. Yeah. And then I'll have them and I have them write down those feelings. I, I like as a little like menu and they'll say like, yeah, I guess I feel kind of warm. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well then that's something that's, that's the information about like that this, that yeah, pay attention yeah. to that as yeah. opposed to, for me personally, as opposed to, cause I, I'm also, I think, you know, as I'm, it's the first time I've ever thought of it this way, I think it's because I, I myself can get overly attached to like the categories and like yeah. doing it the right way. And so yeah. I think I found like that. Cause you're a better thing. student. <laughs> well, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if it's that. <laughs> more like, more like a goody two shoes, probably. <laughs> A little bit of those both because I'm a course, little bit like, of a rule, a little bit of a rule follower. A you lot know? of a bit of a rule follower. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, for me, it's just it's like, oh, this works. Like, let me just see what finds it. So yeah, like, and I'm, I'm like, ooh, yeah. danger zone. I gotta, I gotta, yeah. I gotta expand here. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, let me ask you this: Can I ask you a wordsmith question? Oh, you know, I love. Do you think like ver- like is virtue? How close would the word virtue line up with value? I, I like this question very much. Um, <laughs> I, I think that in, I, okay. So I would say, obviously, uh, Pete and I are native English speakers. So I'm speaking from that lens. I would say that in English virtue is like 
a little bit more like baggage laden. Like it's got like a flavor of judgment in there. I think, yeah. you know, like yeah. it sort of implies like, like moral high ground or something like that. Whereas yeah. value again, comes back to that more non-judgmental of like, what do you connect with? Like, what do you want to be about? That's my opinion about it. Well, cause in Buddhism, we teach about virtues mm. and I was kind of thinking that they are the values in a way, you know, mm-hmm. so, so they are, uh, generosity and and they're they're called the perfections or the paramitas mm-hmm. uh, and so i felt like that was maybe part of the values because it's like it's generosity uh proper conduct mm-hmm. you know renunciation wisdom energy patience honesty determination goodwill and equanimity it, it is you know this is and i can't remember what episode we discussed this in but yeah this is the one we talked before about like the translation of like right effort, right speech that I'm so curious about, like, because I feel like the message behind it is the same thing that we're saying, but the language is this maybe in English, more of sort of like a tint of a judgment, you know, but the translation. Yeah, I agree. Well, it's probably translation and it's probably that this is a spiritual scripture, Mm, which in and of itself is infused with judgment. Right. Interesting. So you, you would say, you would say that. Yes. And interesting. I'll also say that the non-judgmental like teachings and approach is really what yeah. is what attracted me to Buddhism, having been raised yeah. Catholic, mm. uh, where you know Catholicism is a lot of what not to do. Mm-hmm. It's all the judgment. Like if you do this, this will happen to you. Right. Whereas okay, Buddhism yeah. is more like, hey, do this. Like this eightfold path will help you, you know, like find how help, help you move. And so I think yeah. that these paramitas, like, yes, there is that flavor of judgment. So I think mm-hmm. we're picking up on it, but I, I, I'm, I'm kind of feeling this like synonymous, yes. uh, this synonymous texture between values and virtues. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm totally with you on that. And I, and I know we've also said this before on the podcast and we actually talked about it in our spirituality episode last season that for, for me personally, values and spirituality are intertwined. Like I always sort of like, once I sort of got into like exploring values, I kind of, you know, for me, I'm sort of like, I can't, I can't tease those apart. That of course isn't going to resonate with everybody, but I think that's, um, that's interesting. You know, when I, when I hear you talk about it in that way, cause that, that makes a lot of sense to me and I connect with that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think hopefully, you know, listeners, they found something, uh, you know, to take away from today. Values are simply guiding us into whatever direction we're going. And we have the choice to take the step into that direction. This has been When East Meets West. I'm Dr. Pete Economo. And I'm Dr. Nikki Rubin. Be present, be brave. This has been When East Meets West. All material is based on opinion and educational training of Drs. Pete Economo and Nikki Ruman. Content is for informational and educational purposes 